Ariel's Murder. Ariel's Patreon exclusive. Hello, I'm Muriel, and I love true crime. I'm Nick, and I am not a fan. Thank you for joining us. Each week, I force Nick to listen to me tell him a story of a true crime. Welcome to Muriel's Murders. Today, we're going to talk about a hitman, an ER nurse, and a classic example of fuck around and find out. (laughs) This is the story of Susan Kuhnhausen. Our source material is the excellent 2016 article, A Hitman Came to Kill Susan Kuhnhausen, She Survived, He Didn't, by Beth Slavic for the Willamette Weekly. There are a lot of F-bombs in this one, courtesy... Of direct quotes from Susan. <laughs> well, you had to throw your own little one in for the intro. I know, I know. We're just setting the tone. I, <laughs> I try to avoid them, but really, honestly, this is an awesome story. Yeah. And this reporter got a lot of really great transcripts, and I'm going to read them. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, I have no idea what any of this is. Oh, okay, cool. So, cool. Awesome, great. I guess we're just doing it. Yeah, man. This is a true story involving murder, violence, drugs, adult themes, etc. But you signed up for it, so it's your funeral. This is Patreon, baby. Muriel is going to curse. I'm not going to blame her. She's, you know, a lot of direct quotes. She's using that as an excuse. Not me. Okay, I'm going to stay true to how I was raised, (laughs) which is perfect, pristine, clean. But I might joke. So, you know, cursing and joking, that's pretty much how it goes down over here at Muriel's Murders. That's right. Okay, Nick, are you ready to hear this story? No! Okay, let's get started. This story takes place in Portland, Oregon. Love it. In September of 2006. Whoa, this is our lifetime. Yeah, I'm pretty current. We yeah. were just actually starting to date. Yeah, right? We graduated high school in 02. Oh. Yeah, hooked up around 06. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. went all the way back to high school. Well, I always have to check with, that's the only year that I know for sure something happened. Like I was born in 84 <laughs> and I definitely graduated High school in 02. So I always have to use that as a touch point. You know what I mean? Hella sick. All right. We're going to the suburbs. <laughs> Hella sick. That's some Northwest slang right there. We're going, we're in Portland. Okay. Okay. We're going good. to the right. suburbs uh-huh. during the time of year in the Pacific Northwest when there are warm and beautiful late summer days in early September before the days of pain and darkness and cold <laughs> rain that we call fall winter and spring (laughs) yeah that gloom baby it is crazy beautiful until that point yeah right if you grew up in that area you know like the first few weeks of september are That's where all the memories happen. You guys should have really, I mean, I know you heard the noise, but Muriel with the hand gesture, the chef's kiss, like that was like a butterfly flying into space. That was beautiful. I thought it was really, yeah, (laughs) crickety. Okay. Yeah. 51 year old Susan Kuhnhausen worked as an ER nurse for Providence Portland Medical Center on September 6th. 
2006, she got off work and drove to the perfect look hair salon to perk up her fluffy, short cropped hair and then headed home to her one story blue house in Southeast Portland. Whoa, getting your hair done between work and home? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I think it's a relaxing thing for some people. Like for me, that's Uh a very much a white knuckle situation. (laughs) You know, like I don't think I would like to clear my day after a haircut (laughs) because I'm going to be traumatized. (laughs) But I think this is like for a lot of people, Uh a lovely thing that you do. Yeah. Stop by the perfect look. Yeah. You don't regret it. It's not too expensive. No one condescends you about your curly hair. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody just awkward. The last, I got to say. I just got my hair just trimmed by a lady who trimmed Nick's hair, which is totally outrageous. It's like like curly and wild and whatever. My hair is, you mean. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, great. She did a great job with your hair. And I came to her and I said, I just want to trim. You did a great job on my husband's hair. And she took one look at me horrified and started telling me how much I needed to do uh, straightening treatments. <laughs> she gave me <laughs> recommendations to three different places to get the curl out. And then she uh, tried to take a rolly brush and dry my bangs. So they were straight at least, but I don't have bangs. So it just got tangled up in my hair. No, that's what you get to, for going to your husband's barber. I just like, no, I don't. There's nothing I can do. There's no winning in this situation. Anyway. Okay. Perfect look and then home. So she had a great time. Right? Uh-huh. Around 6 p.m., she entered through the back of the house, as she typically did, in the mud room. That's like that little, I don't know, anteroom at the back of the house. Anteroom? It's like a little, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a mud room. It's a mud room. <laughs> she found, for us, I lived in an apartment for most of my life, so things like that make me feel like I'm being. Yeah, but there's no such thing as an anteroom. There is. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. An anta room? All right. Well, we're just going to keep going. <laughs> you, how do you know? You grew up in apartments. What would you even know about Books. <laughs> so she walks through the mudroom mm-hmm. and she finds a note from Mike, her husband of 18 years. It says, Sue, haven't been sleeping, had to get away, went to the beach, love me. Susan could hear the alarm system beeping inside, so she continued on through the dark house to disarm it and stop the noise. Susan picked up a stack of mail, went through the front door to go stand in the early evening sun in her front yard while she thumbed through the envelopes. Yep, and looking good for all the neighbors to see, too, with the sun all setting. She's got her hair done. I just like talking about this because I know she doesn't die, which is awesome. That's my favorite part of the story. Muriel's murder. Muriel's Patreon murder. Patreon exclusive. Patreon exclusive.